0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to An Axe to Grind. I am Channel 7 reporter Chris Gary, and with me, as always, is Trevor the Axe Gilmister. Gilly, what is going on at the Broncos? There's barbecue wars. (laughs) What about you mate who who reckon cooks a better better snag you or Wayne Bennett <laughs>
2: mate I'm I'm a expert on the barbie mate that's that's my only cooking duties at home really is the barbecue and the steaks mate so uh, yeah you won't beat me on that <laughs>
1: It's uh, Look, to be honest, I I like Wayne. I've always got on with him. He's always been very, very respectful to me. But he's losing me a bit here with this war that he's creating. Um, He's saying that that basically Paul White and the board need to front up and start talking to to the media. and, And it's always him that's up and has to talk to the media and defend himself. Well, I feel like he's dividing the club. Um, as you know, the club is always bigger than any person inside of it. Yeah, exactly. And I have some real issue with this, uh, players coming to his house after going to Whitey's. Uh, What what do you find?
2: The problem with it, Chris, is he's forced their hand, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, but we did say uh, earlier in the year that they need to come out and say what's going on and and get things uh, sorted for the the players, the supporters, you know, the sponsors and, and whatnot. But, um, yeah I mean it's yeah, it's dragged on too long now, um but he has kind of backed him into a corner, hasn't he you know what yeah. i mean so um uh, because i I'm repeating myself, but I couldn't believe early in the year um that all t- he was talking about getting another year or two on his contract and, and like players do as well, so I've got no dramas for that, but uh, when their managers come around and and want to upgrade their contracts, but you know they had only had a he still had a year to run on his contract, you know what I mean so. It's not as if he's, he's finishing his contract this year, you know what I mean? So I could understand that, you know, get halfway uh, through the season and you need to get your, uh, you know, obviously your contract sorted out for next year. But he's got a contract for next year. But any, I, So I, I think he's probably forced them in a cor- into a corner now and, and um, you know, they've come out uh, swinging and obviously... Um, you know, force
1: their hand. So yeah, it's 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 a bit of a debacle, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. And my thing is, right, the players there. You know, they say they they went to Bennett's uh, gathering um, to show him support. Well, how about you show him some support, support on the field? Like you've yep. lost to two bottom four teams in a row. I don't get yep. that. You know.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um yeah I mean we're all sick of the you know the barbecue set up but um yeah oh, they're getting back to onto the field yeah they need to perform better than what they're doing at the moment. the last two weeks they've been very ordinary, haven't they mm. You know what i mean so um it's a bit of a uh, a bit of a dilemma for wayne you know he, he's pretty good at taking the pressure off his players, but no one's really buying it at the moment because um you know all the all the innuendo is about his coaching career and things like that. Now, everyone's kind of sick of that. So where it's, it's a focus is now on their footy team, uh, and and I think yeah they they've underperformed as you said, you know, the Cowboys beat them. They're having a terrible year. The Cowboys and the Bulldog, Bulldogs beat them the, the week before. You know what I mean? So yeah, they'll come out tonight. Don't worry about that. All guns blazing. They'll, they'll they'll put in a terrific performance. But the consistency, mate, is just not there.
1: No, it's not, and on the innuendo of the coach. So, as we revealed on Sunday night, this, this is these are the facts of the matter. Wayne Bennett will not be coaching the Broncos in 2020. The board has decided that they will not be extending him. Now, there's yeah. also then moving forward, the issue is they will be meeting to decide his 2019 fate. He is contracted for next year. It would be yeah. a massive move to sack him, but he definitely won't be there in 2020, may not be there in 2019. Gilly, who would you who would you pick there as coach to, to replace Bennett?
2: Oh, I mean, uh, you know, it's, Depends who's available. Obviously, there's plenty of people love to do the job because it's it's got a great um, you know up off the field, isn't there as well? I mean, it's it's a magnificent setup. And I've said this before. It's, it's, this is off the subject. You've got eight teams on one salary cap and another eight on another. In which, you, yeah. anyway, that's a, that's another story. It's but, very
1: true though. You got all the advantages of the Broncos. It's oh, the ideal situation. Right. You
2: know, obviously, you know the poor old Eagles, mate, and um, you know the Bulldogs and those clubs are really struggling because they can't buy players as well, you know what I mean, anyway, but uh, getting back to the Broncos uh, yeah, I mean, as always uh, Siebes is obviously, and he said himself, he's contracted to to the Rabbitohs next year, and and I Mm. uh, I know Siebes very well and he's uh, a terrific fella, uh, a terrific coach Um, but yeah, I I, I mean, so if he's contracted uh, to the Rabideaus, they don't want to let him go, which is fair enough uh, next year, uh, mate. For mine, Kevy um his names really not tossed up that uh, as much as uh, some of the other players. Oh, sorry, the other coaches. So, yeah, I can't believe Kevy's not in the frame a lot more than what people are uh, alluding to.
1: What, what's happened there? Like he, for me, he should be the front runner. Yet yeah, you talk to off the record, you talk to officials at the club off the record, and that, and there's just not a lot of interest. Like he's a bloody good coach. I don't, I don't understand why he's not on their radar.
2: Yeah, 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 I've got, yeah I've, got no, I've got no idea there either, so I um, don't know what's uh, going on, um, whether it's just one of those things he's been kind of just, oh yeah, it's kevy, kevy, you know, and, you know but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but um, they need to get things sorted and pretty, uh, pretty quickly.
1: Absolutely. The other coaching drama this week is Trent Barrett, who's given notice to the Manly Sea Eagles. A year out, <laughs> he's given a year, yeah. a year notice, which is just bizarre. Yeah. Uh, to me, my read on that is he's trying to push them to release him. He's trying to get. He's trying to leave as soon as well, possible.
2: I, I just saying before the Sea Eagles. I've been down there. We actually went and trained there with the Australian team uh, last year uh, during the um, World Cup. It made it's not about a bad little setup what they've got, but they just got no uh, support. He's obviously got no football manager, uh, recruitment, you know. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's just hitting your head up against a brick wall. And, I, you know, I don't blame him. Uh, I mean, but if you need a job, you probably need to go to a, another job you got, don't you, if you're leaving. But maybe he's just uh, throwing his uh, hands in the air and, and hopefully, hopefully he picks up a gig. Uh, but... Yeah, mate, I, I've got a lot of time for Tram Barrett. I, I think he's um, done a pretty good job there at Manly, considering what they've got, the injuries they've had. Um, obviously, they've had about you know three ACLs this year as mm-hmm. well. You know what I mean? So uh, a lot of injuries. Uh, I, I think he's done a fair job, to be honest, uh, with what they got. A bit like the Bulldogs, you know. You know, poor old Dean Pay's come into there and they've had to offload players left, right and centre that doesn't create a good harmony in your club you know what I mean when you've got players they know they're going to go you know and so they're going to get another two games or whatever they're going to bail out you know what I mean so that doesn't create a, a good culture in your club so yeah I, I mean that's I feel for those two blokes uh, Trent Barrett and Dean Pay. but um, that, back to Manly yeah mate I'm kind of um, feeling sorry for Trent Barrett and their footy staff you know, as you're saying, if you've got no, so when you're coaching, especially at uh, NRL level, you just want to be focused on your coaching, right? Okay, you don't want to have to worry about recruitment and things like that. You, you might get a bit of a heads up on what's going on. We're talking to this player, yeah, beautiful. You need to know that, and they have a bit of a uh, input into what goes on there, what players they recruit. But well, you don't want to. You just want to focus on coaching. It, it's it's hard enough, you know. You got you got twenty odd. Uh, you know 25 30 odd players that you need to concentrate on yeah, you you can't be doing you know recruitment and and sponsorship and doing all that stuff as well i mean that you just can't do it. You burn yourself out. Mm. And that's probably what he's thinking. He's, he's, he's probably hitting his head up against a brick wall.
1: Yeah. And, and the thing is, uh, as you know, in coaching, you have a couple of bad years and your reputation is tarnished and it's hard to get another job. Um, you know, and, yeah, and, and, and it might
2: not even be your fault.
1: Exactly right. And you yeah. know you're a good coach and the players yeah. respect you and that, but you can't do your job properly. So you're looking yeah, exactly. outside going, hey, my reputation here is being uh, dragged down because of factors outside my control. Yeah, exactly. Um, how how difficult was was it for you and and Cardi during that times period when there was a few years in a row there where the team was struggling and you guys were always under the microscope? That must have been difficult.
2: Oh yeah, it is. It, and and again, mate, I know we had no we had uh, bugger all staff. Um, I mean, I was a coach, but I was helping the trainer Dan Ferris because we, he was the only trainer there. Uh, uh, so so I was helping him uh, with. <laughs> After stuff for training and, and fitness for other, basically coming through training. So, and I didn't mind doing that anyway. Uh, but you did poor old Cardi had to do. Uh, he had to go to coaching clinics and he had to do other stuff and sponsorship stuff. And oh yeah, mate, it was. And we had like we had one one doctor, one physio. uh we, most clubs have you know two or three physios nowadays. Um, and you know that the staff, you know, on the support staff is. Oh, cast of thousands at some places, which is good. You want to have um, you know pl- plenty of staff, but yeah, oh, mate, ever, ever, uh, we're under the pump. Uh, we used 32 players uh, one year and the last year, and people see that's. I say this to people all the time, my wife and everyone else. That people just see where you sit on the ladder. Mm. They don't care what goes on beforehand. They don't care about um, you know. You got you know one stage there. We had. Um, you know, we had five, five of our best players off the field, but no-one cares. If you get if you get beaten that week, they just see where you sit on the ladder. So they don't care about that. So uh, where some... I don't know. Some clubs get away with it. Uh, people say, oh, if they're pally with some of the blokes in the media, as you know, Chris, they'll go, oh, well, oh, you know, the, the injury-plagued Broncos or the injury-plagued yeah. Titans. or You know, I mean, that, you know, like, please, they pick and choose who they want to um, carve up. But, I mean... Um, yeah, i kind of I really enjoyed it because it, it um, I learned a lot more about uh, coaching, a lot more about the physical side of things as well. But yeah, it wasn't good uh, from the scrutiny uh, side of things. But anyway, that's, that you got to deal with those things and a lot of the stuff that gets written about um, individual players and teams and that you can't control. That so you just you know, just move on.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And the facts are that that Titans team, when you and Cardi were there, that was the best it's ever been. Prelim final, um, still strong. Well, we couldn't.
2: We had we had, we only had seventeen at the end of the year, seventeen players. So we got in an that prelim final. Yeah, yeah, and we and we couldn't. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. But well, we had... Uh, during that period when we won, um, you know, a heap of games, and then we got got busted. But the last two years we were there. Like, We had the best 17, 18 players, you know what I mean? So you couldn't do much about that.
1: No, no. It's um, it's just a fascinating world, rugby league. Tonight's game.
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: aim uh, so we're recording this on a thursday broncos and rabidows uh, to mine if the broncos lose this i don't think they make the eight because I, I think the tigers are going to keep winning uh how do you see it going
2: yeah well it's a the dragon, or on the flip side of this, but you're right because the you know the tigers are playing uh, probably the um, deflated dragons at the moment, aren't they? You yeah. Know I mean? So yeah, so it's yeah very uh, dangerous uh, times for the Broncos. Uh, th- this is the best time to play the Rabbitohs, though. Um, there's a bit of a shuffling of their back line. Obviously, Dane Gagai is going back to fullback. Alex Johnson, uh, he's been on fire, hasn't he? Um. And young uh, Adam Dewey, the uh, young good winger, he's out as well, so um, so there's a bit, and obviously Greg Inglis is not back yet, so their back line has been shuffled around a fair bit, or Dane's played a fair bit of fullback anyway, there's no dramas there, but obviously uh, Heimel Hunt I think's gone from the centres to the wing. and. Uh, a couple of changes there, so. The
1: Gagai so, doesn't have the speed that Johnson does, which nah, really made nah, those nah. set plays. You know, the Rabido's shift—that's what they do—is they've got a very, very good set plays and shifts, yeah. and you need that speed at fullback, don't you, to yeah, do execute yeah. those?
2: Yeah, well, I think uh, the Broncos are playing the Rabido's at the best time. They've had a couple of hard games uh, to the Roosters and the Storm—that two really tough games, weren't they? Mm. You know, so that they're playing the uh, the Rabido's at the right time, but. The Broncos uh, last week, you know, honestly, um, their completion rate uh, it was dreadful uh, against the Cowboys, and you know, and they got beaten, you know, as we said um, against the Bulldogs the week before. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've tipped the Rabbitohs just because Webby's tipping the Broncos, <laughs> <laughs> so just to, yeah, but, but uh, they, they're playing them at a better time, obviously. That as I said, with a couple of injuries with the rabbis. but Well, um, if the players
1: want Bennett to stay around next year, they have to win this game. Like It's all well and good showing up to his house and a show of support yeah. and giving the middle finger to the club and Paul White, but win some games, actually string together some wins and make a finals run, win a one or two finals games, and suddenly, hey, Bennett will be kept around next year because if they lose this and don't make the eight, he'll be gone in a month.
2: Yeah, exactly right. No, you're right there. Um, so, yeah, they need to perform on the field, mate. You know, they're... Um, the forwards I think if the I'm just thinking both sides here, uh the Bronco from the Broncos perspective, um, if they can match the, the Rabbitohs' forwards, I think they can have a bit of uh joy in the backs. Uh but again, um loving the way blokes like Cody Walker are playing. Um, you know, Adam Reynolds he obviously got a good a bit of a sink going there, those two. Mm. Uh, which is really good, which you. Obviously the Norford Nicarima have been hot and cold, haven't they? You know what I mean. So
1: was Cody Walker at uh, the Titans when you were there? Yeah, he was.
2: He was in the under twenties. Yeah, he had a. I, I think he's just taken a bit of time to mature, Cody. He's always had a, a great footy brain. He just couldn't get he, he just off the rails a little bit when he was younger. Obviously loving his time now at South. So he played good last year as well. You know what I mean. So yeah, I, I'm not loving. The, he, he's a footy player. He's not an athlete, but he's. Um, he gets a bit fired up, old Cody. He doesn't. He doesn't mind uh, pushing and shoving and uh, carrying on a bit. He got. A, I think he got a few suspensions at the Titans for for fighting. So um, on the field, of course. But and, uh, but yeah. Anyway. But he's 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 playing good footy, no doubt about that. So and and obviously Damien Cook, he, he, his name will be mentioned in the uh, on the tip sheets uh, this week for the Broncos. So he's playing great, isn't he?
1: Oh, he is. I can see him just carving those Broncos uh, forwards up tonight. Um, I, I just think the way the Broncos defend at marker is is uh, there's just always seems to be a player left on the ground with the Broncos defending at marker. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, that for mine that comes down to your contact in defence. If you're good, good contact in defence, um, like you dominate the tackle. So everyone, yeah, your markers up and set ready to go um you know you're not lying on the ground every now and then that'll happen because you'll bump each other you'll get into each other and you'll bump each other out of the way as defenders but um but yeah yeah the the defense mate at the moment needs to really pick up i think they i think they're negative 10 aren't they um you know in the for and against
1: yeah well they've conceded 60 plus points in 2 weeks to two bottom four teams so yeah yeah, yeah they're negative 10 um, yeah. and, and that's why, like, remember it was just two weeks ago we were talking about, hey, they might be able to make the top four and now they're no chance, you know?
2: Yeah, well, they when they beat the Sharks in a gritty win and admittedly the Sharkies were a few dramas there that, oh, not, you know um, obviously for feeder and a couple of them were Crook and stuff like that, you know, and they had a good win against the Panthers, didn't they, as well? Yeah. Uh, as, so we said, oh, yeah, well, this, you know, they're on a bit of a roll and they've lost their two to the bottom teams, you know, so... Yeah, interesting. And as I said, I, I think they'll they'll put in a really good performance tonight. I think it's, it's an intriguing game. I've, I've tipped their rabbit holes, but I'm not real
1: confident. Oh, it's, I'm fascinated by this game. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, tomorrow we've got the Seagulls and the Titans. Seagulls, a team in crisis just like the Broncos. So how do you see that going?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Seagulls kind of rise to those occasions a bit. Um, they've been playing okay, actually. Yeah, yeah, they are. Well, they were behind last week at halftime, uh, and they won against the Bulldogs. Uh, and They won their last two. You yeah, know, they beat the, the Sharkies Sharks and were ran down dinner.
1: late by Penrith. Yeah, well, a field goal
2: by um, Dudley Cherry Evans against the Sharkies at Shark Park. Gee, that's not a bad effort, was it? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think they're on a bit of a roll, Manly, at the moment. So, um, And they got a 1,000 injuries as well. So, I mean, uh, got a couple back, though. Uh, mate, I... Uh, George Tafua, Jeez, he's a good. Uh, he, he's been out for a fair while. He's been back the last few weeks. Geez, I'd, I'd hate to tackle him when he was, you <laughs> know, you know, the left winger for Manly. He uh, just kind of he knows how to bump and run, and he's very evasive. Um, yeah, I, I, you'd have a crack, but I think I'd, I might end up on my backside a couple of times <laughs> trying to tackle him. Who yeah. was the
1: hardest bloke you ever had to tackle? Who was the guy who you like? Oh, really?
2: Um, to be honest, I. I had more problems with the smaller, nippier blokes yeah. than I did with the big blokes because the big blokes used to kind of just... They didn't have the footwork like, like they do nowadays, and um, they used to pick you out and run, And because uh, I didn't mind... You know, but people used to say, oh, size them, but blokes like Paul Harrigan and Mark Carroll and that, I, I didn't really have an issue with them, but um, I had issues with them on the field, but... <laughs> 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 but um, but, yeah, yeah, blokes like that, Tafua, um, I really like the way he runs and, and he gets in between blokes and he's obviously super strong. So, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, it's,
2: I, I love the way, you know, some of the, the bigger blokes move nowadays. It's it's quite a, outstanding.
1: Well, Wendell was always good at that leaning in, like when he ran, yeah, he'd lean yeah. into the tackler and just yeah. using well, his I, weight.
2: I, I played more with him than against him. Mickey Hancock would have been terrible to try and tackle too, you know, so... Um, and it's quite strange because Willie was on one wing and Mick on the other and they're completely different styles of players you know what I mean so yeah which, which is good to see
1: uh, The other game tomorrow night is Storm the Eels Eels shocking the Dragons last week but um, the Dragons yeah. are on tilt they're struggling so who do, how do you see this playing out?
2: Well I don't think the Storm have lost three in a row since you know um, Jesus was a boy um, so yeah, I, I think. Um, Was the rugby league around then? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, played it with a loaf of bread, um, but yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't think the storm will lose. Um, I think they'll beat the Eels.
1: Panthers Knights, um, yeah, the Knights have been a bit, a bit disappointing lately. Uh, yeah, Pierce back, I yeah. thought they'd string some wins together.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think the Panthers. You know, they got out of jail. <laughs> Obviously, the poor old Titans last week. Um, yeah, he got out of jail. Uh, Can you go
1: down and fix Ash Taylor's defence? Like, what's going on? Yeah, well, I, I, from
2: from my from my point of view, just watching from the outset, is, is it looks like he's got too much going through his head. He's worried yeah. about the bloke out the back and the bloke led the lead runner, and it's just like he's confused. It, it you know, like he's thinking too much. And it sounds st- stupid, but he's, he's confused on what he's doing. He's just worried about his. Uh, first contact and getting his feet in good position, uh, mate, he should be fine. But, yeah, it's too much going on in his head, I think.
1: Yeah, he's becoming a spot defender. They targeted him on that last play to score the try. Yeah, all the halves do, but, I mean, yeah, especially when you're
2: not real confident at the moment. Yeah, but I think the Panthers are knocking the Knights off, mate.
1: Uh, fascinating game, Tigers-Dragons. Yeah. Um, how do you see that one playing out? Yeah,
2: I've gone the Tigers, Leichhardt-Oval. they won their last two, the Tigers, you know the Raiders, and you know obviously not. You know the Raiders and the Knights can't make it, but I mean they beat those two teams. So yeah, I'm you know, I'm, I'm thinking the Tigers, but we just kind kind of wait and see what happens with the the Dragons, don't we as well? Um, yeah, they they've been like so lethargic, you know, mm-hmm. like the last few weeks, you know. So they they've lost their last three, I think. So I mean, um, yeah, but they need to find another gear, the old Dragons at the
1: moment. Yeah and poor old Ben Hunt's just copping it as half backs to do um as we say the if if they play well they everyone writes that they play amazing if they play okay everyone writes they play poor yeah. and he's he's copping that at the moment and and to mm. me like watching he's going okay but you can't do much behind that pack which is meant nah. to be the best pack in the comp and it's just getting owned every week.
2: Yeah and, and as you said they, they were unbelievable weren't they for the first half of the season just before Origin so um oh, you know I think some of their um yeah, as you're right, some of their forwards might need to aim up a bit better than what they are. So we'll see what happens there.
1: So who's your tip in that one?
2: Oh, I win the Tigers.
1: Tigers. I like uh, I thought. Yeah.
2: You, know, I, you know, they've got a bit more to play for, especially if the Broncos get beat tonight. Um, I think you'll see another spring in the step of the Tigers if, they, if the Rabbitohs knock the Bronx off. I think um, the Tigers will be jumping out of their skin.
1: Sharks Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys playing better. Yeah. Um, you saw the difference uh, Thursday night, last Thursday, when McLean and Scott and yeah, yeah, yeah. were on the field. Uh, it's one of the best packs going around. But yeah, the Sharks yep. are just a gritty, grinding team. Uh, who do you think wins this?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, you know, uh, you're right. It's obviously. Um to have Matt Scott back firing, uh, or you know, and Jordan McLean, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll be a lot better as well. But I don't know. I think the, you know, the Sharkies good um, win against the Storm, but can they back that up? You know what I mean? You know, you don't know how much they put into that. That was a you know pretty tough game. So what I'm seeing this year is a lot of the teams are they play a really gritty, hard, tough game, and they're, they're struggling to back up the second week. You know and I mean, so. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys knocked them off, but oh, I've tipped the Sharks probably just in a. It's a safe, safe bet. That's all about all.
1: And finally, the Raiders and the Roosters down in Canberra. Well, you got the
2: Bulldogs and the Warriors, but um, as well. Oh but, yes, I mean, we do. It, yeah, yeah. I think the. I think the. I don't know. The, the Bulldogs aren't playing that bad either. You know, are they really? To be honest. Yeah, um, they're, so, they're
1: playing pretty good.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I'm liking, um, you know, what, the um, Bachman Lewis, and I'm a big I'm a big Josh Jackson fan. I just love the way he goes about things, and he doesn't get noticed a lot of the time. Young Reece Martin and Adam Elliott, the you know, the back row, they all play pretty good, those blokes. I like um, that
1: winger, Remus Smith. He's got something about him.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly right. So they've they got a few young blokes coming in that side. So, I mean, I'm going to Warriors only because you know, it's it's going to mean a little bit more to them. Uh, obviously, they've won their last two, the Warriors, but, you know, geez, they're, they're hot and cold as well, aren't they? You know what I mean? So.
1: Yeah, well, this is the thing with the ladder, is that they're on 28 points. If they win, they can jump up to fourth if, yeah, exactly. uh, if the other results go their way.
2: And, 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 and then you're kind of making sure of a home final, aren't you? Sometimes yeah. As well, so, yeah, that, that's, what, that's the only reason I'm going to the Warriors because they've got a bit more to play for.
1: All right, and now absolutely, definitely finally is Raiders Roosters. <laughs> uh, your tip? Oh, i got to go the Roosters, mate.
2: Obviously, um, it's a bit bit different going down there. The Raiders, nice and cold. You just don't know what they're going to toss up, the, the Raiders, at no. the moment. Um, they've Shocking lost, first
1: half last week.
2: Oh, well, they lost three or four in a row, I think, yeah. the Raiders. Um, you know, so, yeah, I don't know. You just can't. You can't tip, tip the Raiders at the moment. There's a couple of changes happening there next year, apparently, so um, you know, we'll see how they go next year. But, yeah, I think the Roosters, mate, um, well they won four or five in a row, haven't they? So we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, for mine at the moment, if you, I, was, I think I said it the last time, but and they are on top of the ladder by percentages or whatever it is, um, the Roosters, they just seem to have a bit more room for improvement than the other teams at the moment, you know what I mean? So it uh, be interesting to see if it's a... What about Sydney, if it's a roosters Rabidos grand final? Oh, oh, The old eastern suburbs, mate, should be going
1: off. Oh, yeah. It'll be it'll be fantastic, but for us up here in Queensland, it'll be a punish as well. <laughs> you know, having oh, yeah. to hear about it. But it'd be great for the game. If it was a roosters Rabidos GF, that'd be amazing.
2: Well, living down in the eastern suburbs for, like, six years, mate, I, they're so passionate about it, like, especially if you're a Roosters and the Rabidos and they oh, mate, they just... Hate each other. It's, it's, it's realistic yeah, too
1: to, it's, to, have right? that, to have that as a GF is actually, oh, that's probably the favourite. You know, if you're going to make a bet on who meets, it's probably those two going on form.
2: Yeah, at the, at the moment, and I haven't checked where they've, if they play off beforehand or whatever. You know, you, you can't really check that too much, can you, just yet? But um, yeah, a Roosters Rabados grand final wouldn't surprise me either.
1: Um, well, that's it from us. Thank you again, Gilly. Now, who is winning the tipping comp between you and Webby?
2: He's three in front at the moment, but um, I I reckon I'll plug two back on him because he went. Obviously, goes the Broncos, so I went the Rabbitohs, and I think he's gone the uh, the Dragons as well. So he must have went a bit soft this weekend. So he's gone (laughs) he's gone the Dragons, and I went the Tigers. So I reckon I'll plug two back on him, and so it'd be a bit embarrassing if I just run him down at the bell, wouldn't it?
1: It would be. Does he even do his own tips, though? I think he might get a bit of help, Webby.
2: Yeah, well, what do you, what do you
1: reckon? <laughs> uh, thanks again, Gilly. Really appreciate it. Right on, buddy.